shifting from like going out of a situation where you're really stuck is difficult but making immediate decisions to quote unquote make you feel that okay i i i doing this will help me get out of this situation that is not smart um so just think about your situation and then once you've thought it through so many times then that's the time that you have to make the leap hey everyone it's me again jay christ and you're listening to the voice of kate ring kodan kate is the co-founder of crew bloom a b2b and b2c outsourcing consultant and a remote work advocate I sit down with Kate to talk about her design life stories from ground up, how she transitions from having a 9 to 5 job into building a business, the idea and stories behind Crew Bloom, practical tips on finding your high paying skills, and valuable insights on how you can maximize the potentials of LinkedIn. And a lot more. These are really interesting and valuable talk with Kate and we've reconnected after a year so I really enjoy this uh, podcast episode and I hope you enjoy this also and for those who are asking how to support the show you can support the show by sharing your favorite episode if you like this episode if you find this valuable you can share it to your friends family colleagues or even strangers so I don't I don't get any uh, money from advertisers so this is 100% ads free so i like to roll roll the dice and try try this big experiment and how how will it goes so thank you so much for those who really support the show and i really really appreciate it and for those who are listening from the start until now and we're actually on episode 31 and i'm really excited in this journey and thank you so much for uh for joining me right so especially for uh for my patreons Uh, which is Semanalang and Gio Ben Silva. Thank you so much for sharing your money and for to to keep this running. And I really appreciate it. So uh, my objective is to have a patrons uh, uh, of two thousand. So in that way, we uh, I can I can make more episode or uh, improve the audio audio and and get some awesome guests onto the show so i really need your help so if you like to help me and uh, to reach that goal uh, you can go to patreon.com slash tdls that's patreon.com slash tdls and i'm only asking for at least one dollar or 50 pesos and it will keep uh keep me to uh share more values and talk more Uh, about UX business and startup ideas and creativity in this show, right? So that's the most important thing. So share some values uh, and reach more people, right? So thank you so much for for sharing all of your thoughts on leaving uh, by leaving a, a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. If you haven't already, make sure to add your or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Uh, in that way you can help me m- to reach more people right so so i don't want to waste your time anymore so i think we can go now and dive in into this week episode and i'm really really excited and without further ado i hope you enjoy this episode 
You're listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jake Rice, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, welcome to the another episode of TDLS and it's me again, Jay Christ, and I'm super stoked today because I'm here with Kate. So we've been reconnected <laughs> for uh, yes. I think for almost a year now, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. So without further ado, guys, so I will talk now with Kate. So hi Kate, welcome to the show. Hey. So yeah. <laughs> Glad so, to be here. <laughs> until I can afford the uh, the sound, uh, <laughs> uh, the effects, the sound effects. So I will just clap. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do that for you. <laughs> yeah. So welcome again, Kate. So how are you? So it's been uh, good. Cool. So for those who uh, who are listening, uh, just to give uh, context in this. Uh, in this podcast episode, can you share a little bit about your background? Uh, what are you doing right now? Can you share mm-hmm. it and share a little bit about your personal life? Yep, of course. So first and foremost, Jay, thank you so much for having me here. It's really a pleasure to reconnect yes. with you after a year or so. Yeah, it's my honor. It's, it's my honor. <laughs> it's been a long time, so I'm really glad we are able to reconnect. But yeah, um, my name is Kate. I am the co-founder of Curbloom. So Curbloom is um, a home-based call center, to put it simply. We help Filipinos find home-based jobs, um, and we connect them with awesome companies in the U.S. So just a bit of a background. Before I started Curbloom, um, I was working remotely, so when I graduated from college, I came from Baguio City, I, um, and then I, I went to Manila. So from Baguio to Manila, it was, of course, as you guys could imagine, a really difficult shift for me because Baguio is still, in a way, even if it's a city, it's a small yeah. city <laughs> compared to Metro Manila. So moving to Manila to find a job, it was a struggle for me, honestly. The first or the biggest struggle for me is commute. It was difficult for me to Traffic. commute in Metro. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. It was horrid. It was terrifying for me because in Baguio, it was just walking. But in Manila, I have to like, learn how to ride MRT and LRT. Yes. I don't even know how to tap before. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was difficult. Um, and then finding a job in Metro Manila is not just difficult because of the commute it's also difficult because of the pay i i came to manila to find a really good paying job but what i found was there's not a lot really of opportunity um for especially for entry-level um graduates so i decided okay i need to take a step back Mm -hmm. and look at the other options that i have Back then, it was super popular to be an online English teacher. So I'm sure everyone, especially for freelancers, they've heard about (laughs) being a home-based teacher. So that's what I did. I actually started my career working home-based as an online 
English teacher. I wow. thought, okay, I'm going to do this for like six months only while I'm looking for another opportunity. So I still thought like on the back of my mind, I'm going to work at an office. But I really enjoyed the job. I loved it so much. And I thought, why should I commute? <laughs> why should I waste my time commuting when I could do an exceptional job um, at home? So I stayed there for two years. And after two years, I started looking for that's a struggle that I found because after two years in that career, I didn't find the growth that I wanted. And so I looked for another opportunity. I went freelancing for a while. I worked for a startup um, in the U.S. working for sales um, and then business development. And afterwards, I found Kaboom. So I saw this ad online and Brianna was looking for someone who could help her build her business here in the Philippines um, and then to find the people that she needs for the clients that clients that she's got lined up for for Crewbloom and that's how we started that's how we met um, we actually started Crewbloom just the two of us and then now it grew to like an almost hundred man team that it is now after two years so I'm really happy wow. we're both happy to <laughs> yeah see the growth cool. yeah. um at, at the company so that's how the my background that's how um we started crew boom and how we're pacing right now cool so uh I think a lot of people really, uh, you mm -hmm. know, uh, uh, I, I'm also from a BPO sector or yeah, BPO yeah. company before I jump in into uncertainty mm -hmm. world, right? <laughs> uncertainty <laughs> yeah. world of freelancing, of, uh -huh. uh, of doing works uh, independently. Yeah. So mm -hmm. uh, for, for, I think for those who really, uh, you know, how, how's the struggles shifting from, from, uh, from a, a very uh, 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 from a full-time job into mm -hmm. uh, you know into freelancing and then uh, building your company right now. Oh, that's a really good question. Um, actually, when I graduated and I opted to work home-based, it was a struggle already because everyone was. Yes. Having a home, uh, sorry, an office-based job. And he, there I was, I was working home-based. I was working six days a week wow. um, on, on, on my first job. Um, it was scary because you feel like, oh my gosh, why am I not working at an office? Why am I not following the traditional way people actually find work? Yes. But <laughs> at the end of the day, it is actually worth the risk because I was able to realize that like right now, if, if we talked about working home based with an office employee of like 10 years, they wouldn't notice me. They would like just ignore me. But right now, mm -hmm. remote work is actually booming and yeah. more and more people want to shift from an office setup to a home-based setup that I, I now realized it's worth the risk that I took. <laughs> it was super uncertain at first, but right now, um, being a home-based worker or even like a freelancer is really worth the, the, the jump from an office setup. So I, I definitely suggest that everyone just check it out, try it out. But before doing that, look at your skills first. Um, 
but there's a lot of resources right right now that you could use, especially for first timers or just people that wanted wanted to know more about being a remote worker. Yes, mm-hmm. I think uh, a lot of people right now really. Uh, uh, I think some are really into their full time job, so they don't mm. they don't take advantage of the new technologies of yeah. the new work. That is that are booming right now. So mm-hmm. thank you for sharing that insights. That's really uh, a cool one. So for those, uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, let's go back a little bit about your journey. Okay. So okay. Uh, you know mm-hmm. how how how's the uh, from from uh, in in your perspective as a as a co-founder of Crew Blue. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. You, just you mentioned, uh, like what you mentioned, uh, the remote workforce is booming right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. how do you cater those uh, those needs? Uh, how do you connect, uh, uh, you know, uh, remote workers or freelancers to to the clients? How do you how do you come up with this idea of Crew Bloom? Can you share a little mm-hmm. bit about that? that experience that journey right. for sure there's a lot of uh, people <laughs> who really don't know how to start uh, a company yeah. that's now you're now a uh, hundred persons right that's really mm-hmm. a great uh, uh, just a uh, tremendous growth for you at mm-hmm. crew bloom mm-hmm. okay so um let me answer your first question mm-hmm. First, yeah. which is really all about like how we started Kerbloom. Yes. Um, it the 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 brainchild of Kerbloom is Brianna, my co-founder. She was working at Amazon before she worked for startups in the U.S. and then she worked for Amazon, and she met with a lot of business owners that's just struggling to find talents in the U.S. Not yeah. only is it very expensive for them. It's mm-hmm. also time-consuming and retaining top performers in the U.S. is is difficult because if you're a top performer, right, you could imagine yes. that you get a lot of offers. So retention and nutrition is one of their biggest problems as well. When she left Amazon, she traveled around Asia. Um, she came to the Philippines, <laughs> which is <Yes>. great. <laughs> I'm glad she added it to her itinerary. So she, when she came to the Philippines, she met with a lot of Filipinos and got a background about the call center industry in the Philippines. And she also got like a gist of, okay, Filipinos have exceptional English skills. Not, yes. not like comparing it with our Asian counterparts. I'm so sorry for those who are <laughs> <laughs> listening. But, um, but but Filipinos have a really good English skills. And we are really talented, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so proud of that. <laughs> I, I I'm not I don't want to insult anyone, yes, but but yeah, that I'm, but everyone can attest to that that Filipinos yeah. have really good English skills. Mm-hmm. So she noticed that. And then she also learned about the call center industry, the culture, um the, the pay and all. She also learned about the traffic. So she learned a lot about the Filipino yes. culture. Mm-hmm. And so she got that idea that, okay, why don't I connect these people, the the cream of the crop, 
professionals in the Philippines to the companies in the U.S. that's looking for talents. Because Filipinos can compete. They can easily compete with global talents. So with that idea in mind, she founded Groupboom. She tested her idea just putting out ads online and we met. (laughs) So that's how we started um, the the company. So how we find people right now is we have a five-step screening process. It's actually pretty rigorous. This allows us to find the best of the best people who will join our pool because what we promised our clients is you will have the, the best people to join your remote team. You won't have any headaches about attrition. You won't have any headaches about the performance because we will only move forward the best professionals to join you, to join your business. And so with that promise, we just keep the the screening process on our end very rigorous. It makes our clients very satisfied. Um, all of them are very, very happy. Um, the first client that we had is still with us after m- more than two years, wow. which is a great yeah, achievement yeah. for us. It's hard yeah, to retain the clients, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, a testament actually to mm. the performance of our contractors and to how exceptional Filipino professionals are. So no doubt we could compete to um, the the global talent pool. So that's how we actually do it. Um, how we connect these professionals, of course, all they need to do is apply to to Kerbloom. So when they pass, we endorse them to to one of our client partners. We base it on their skill set. Um, if, if, for example, they came from the BPO, right, and they yes. have mm-hmm. experience in financial account, then we connect the contractors, the Filipino mm-hmm. contractors that we've hired to these clients that's looking for that specific skill set. Uh, this is not actually uh, all, uh, all about BPO, right? You can mm-hmm. also uh, hire programmers, designers, right? So something like that. Mm-hmm. Or you also hire mm-hmm. developers. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you uh, how do you find that? Uh, I think uh, talented mm-hmm. people for 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 that uh, for that particular areas. Okay, that's a really good question. Um, mainly yes. all about mm-hmm. oh, okay sorry our services is focused on finding sales representatives customer mm-hmm. service reps business development professionals um admin professionals cool. so for your question about the technical side of hiring it's not our focus yet so it's not a service that we are able to provide to our clients yet so cool. when we mm-hmm. we look for developers for example they they are actually hired directly by Kerbu, not by our clients okay mm-hmm. yep and how we find these people we use social media we use linkedin we use facebook and the main source of hires is referrals because we were able to build a really good network of professionals in the Philippines. We get tons of referrals from, from everyone that we tap, from applicants to, to um, crew bloomers or, or meaning yes. contractors that's already on board. We get a lot of referrals and that's how we find the people um, to join our team. 
Cool. So you also mentioned skill set, right? So if yeah. anyone who were, you know, uh, uh, would <laughs> like to jump out from, from jump in in this <laughs> uncertain world of freelance. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're not discussing okay. you guys. So in, uh, in this freelancing world, uh, for the, uh, I think uh, a lot mm-hmm. of people really uh, afraid to try new things to uh-huh. you know, to uh-huh. overcome their self doubt, which is uh, one of the reason why I uh, why I started this podcast to inspire mm, someone okay. who really, uh, you know, uh, don't uh, don't find inspirations to uh, mm. to push push themselves yeah. further uh yeah. you you mentioned the skill sets uh, uh how do you you and you know how do you uh uh what you call this how do you find your uh, high paying mm-hmm. skills so we can call it high paying skills for uh for freelancing world how do you find your uh your uh your Purpose uh, as a mm-hmm. freelancer. Can you share a mm-hmm. little bit about your tips or insights about that? Right. Okay. First and foremost, there are so many top paying yes. skills, mm-hmm. as you mentioned. Um, so it varies for every professional because we have different work experience, right? Um, mm-hmm. So the first step is for you to assess, okay, what are the top three or top five skills that I'm really good at. And then once you list, you were able to list down all of those skill sets, the next step for you is just start looking at the market. So search for um, recruitment sites or job sites and then look for um, the job openings. So say if your top skill set is business development, Try searching for a home-based business development role. And if you find that there's not a lot of opportunities on that job or on that skill set or on that industry, the next step is to go to your next skill, top two skill, and then try searching that. And if you find that, okay, on the, the list that I made, on the top three or five skills that I made, um, the second one is the most quote unquote in demand, then utilize that yes. skill, um, get online certificates. Gosh, there's like a lot of uh, resources that you can shares. use right <laughs> now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then just, course. Mm-hmm. right. I, I think you're familiar about that, but there is a specific, um, uh, learning sites yes. mm-hmm. for specific skill sets so you could do cool. your own research mm-hmm. about that and then just utilize yes. that skill promote it on LinkedIn promote it on um, professional networking sites so employers will start noticing you and then you can yeah. start to find mm-hmm. the the home-based job that you really wanted with a good pay with a good pay Cool. So you mentioned LinkedIn. I think you've uh, you've been using this uh, uh, mm-hmm. a lot, right? So uh, <laughs> yes. uh, I've I've been into re- uh, realizing this also for uh, mm-hmm. for uh, for a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, how how do you uh, manage uh, your LinkedIn profile? How do you convert it into? You know, to a more appealing, more professional uh, profile for for those who are uh, really like to leverage their uh, their uh, their online presence, their on online mm-hmm. or professional mm-hmm. uh, profile. Can you share a little bit 
tips or tips or tricks for that. But I think <laughs> a lot of people uh, really uh, uh, find this interesting too. Yeah. Okay, I love this topic. Thanks so much yeah. for asking me. <laughs> okay, so I noticed that in the yeah. Philippines, not a lot of of professionals use or leverage LinkedIn yeah. to find jobs. That's what I noticed. I'm part of We're it. We're still using. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> so a lot of people are still using resumes, and I don't yeah. see anything wrong with that. If you're you know, really gonna apply in office. But if you want to start working home-based, then a LinkedIn profile is essential. Most clients, not just in the US, but also in Australia and the UK, they look at LinkedIn profiles. So... If you start applying, you start sending out your resumes, having an updated LinkedIn profile gives you an edge yes. to other applicants that's submitting old-fashioned resumes. Um, I always tell this to like everyone I meet that mm-hmm. if, if you have a LinkedIn profile, don't just stop creating one because most yeah. people mm-hmm. do that. Once they have yes. a LinkedIn profile, they don't even bother adding a profile photo <laughs> that's it <laughs> they only create a linkedin profile for the sake of having yes. a linkedin profile and so the first step is of course adding your your um photo adding your work experience connecting the companies that you've worked with before i'm adding yes. a description on the work experience that you added, adding your educational background, adding certificates if you have, um, adding connections, relevant connections, and also adding a brief introduction to your LinkedIn profile. Make it 100% updated. Treat it as your online resume. So if your online resume doesn't look good, then chances are if clients actually visit your profile then they wouldn't really bother connecting with you or responding to your message if you reached out to them cool that's really a value bump for for that uh for for linkedin user who really uh for those who really mm-hmm. want to update their profile, their uh, their online presence. So mm-hmm. actually, uh, I I really I rarely use LinkedIn. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm part of those who really don't uh, don't recognize the uh, you know the the relevance and the, the mm-hmm. uh, it is uh, one way to uh, one of the best way to 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 find uh to find your best uh best job or best company right. for you yeah, right so yeah. i i'm i maximum uh if you maximize those uh those mm-hmm. things that kate has mentioned so probably uh you'll uh you'll be on the right path right <laughs> so <laughs> Don't don't be me. So I I I very I barely use it because I have um a, a personal website. So that's one right. of my uh one of my uh first uh first on the list. So I I, I submit my personal website and that's it. So mm-hmm. uh, for those who mm-hmm. uh for those who have a website, you can also add your LinkedIn profile and uh, be maximize it. Uh, use that potential and like what. Kate mentioned uh, it will really help you a lot 
on finding your job. So, Kate, thank you so much for your value bombs. For those, uh, I think, uh, let's go back in your personal uh, experiences, right? So, for uh, just to give inspiration and motivation. So, for those who are uh, just starting out to, you know, yeah. jump in into this into this freelancing mm-hmm. world or, or mm-hmm. on this new world we are facing right now. I think the future is the online workforce, right? Yes, so can agree. you, yeah. Can you share a little bit, uh, your, um, uh, for motivation, can you share your thoughts for those who just getting started? Mm, okay. It's gotta be difficult at first. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's not going to be easy, guys. <laughs> um, if you, okay, there are different scenarios. Yes. So let's start if you want to be a freelancer. If you want to be a freelancer, then always provide. Well, I'm not saying that if you're a full time home based worker or remote worker, you don't provide value. But for freelancers, mm-hmm. what I noticed is that reviews matter a lot or your the, your performance in your last. Um, contract really matters mm-hmm. and you will get more job opportunities or contract opportunities if you left uh, a good impression to your past clients because you will also get a lot of referrals so when you get start w- when you're starting with your your freelancing journey don't be very um picky about the clients that you work with. I yeah. am not saying mm-hmm. that you pick any job. No, no. Yes. Because some Filipinos just pick, you know, any jobs because it's there and they yes. get cheated mm-hmm. out of their pay. I don't want you guys to do that. Yeah. But be a bit more selective about the pay, of course. But don't be don't have super high expectations at the same time. So when you're just starting, your main focus really is to provide more value and then get more reviews. So you get repeat customers and then you get referrals. So that's for freelancers. It's gonna be, it's not gonna be easy, but there are networks that you could utilize um, and other uh, like support groups on Facebook, for example. Um, so you, yes. you could get more tips from freelancers with years of experience already now if you want to have a full-time home-based job again same tip before you commit look at the offers first like look at the base salary if there are opportunities for career advancement if there are benefits it's provided by the company because again it's a full-time job um you're gonna be um tied to that to that company and of course you would like to have growth in that uh, in that career that you've chosen so be more selective here look at the different job offers that's given to you if there's a lot and select one where you could have career growth and there's um stability that is i feel the most important for for most people who wanted to find a full-time home-based job Wow, that's cool. So that's really uh, practical insights from Kate. And for those who are really, uh, you, uh, you know, you really like to uh, push themselves further or mm-hmm. just try new things and yeah. get out of the office. <laughs> office right. Space. <laughs> yeah, right. so, do you, uh, have you uh, 
is there there's a time that when you're working uh-huh. at your uh uh before and in a BPO company uh, full time mm-hmm. is there a time that you get stuck or feel uninspired doing the work right so how do you balance how do you uh how do you overcome those struggles and challenges for those who who just getting started or mm-hmm. uninspired mm-hmm. or unstuck right so can you share about your struggles and how do you overcome those okay okay so i'm going to utilize my my i'm going to use my yeah. first job experience <laughs> as an example um sure, yeah on my first year mm-hmm. working there i'm really satisfied even if i didn't get um promotions or i didn't get uh, other benefits or even a bump on my salary but yeah. halfway through maybe on my year after one year and a half i felt that i had to leave i was super uninspired um because there just there's just no growth for me mm-hmm. but i <laughs> stayed on for another six months because i had to think just about to it like i couldn't just <laughs> yeah i couldn't just leave i yeah. i i feel like especially if you're working remotely and you find uh, a company to work for you have to think about like you have to weigh the options before you leave don't yes. just leave mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> find another <laughs> job <practical>. first <laughs> yes exactly as you mentioned be practical don't just leave um because yes. the competition is fierce right now um mm-hmm. so before leaving your full-time home-based job weigh the options first find a, a, a replacement for that job yes. that you leave mm-hmm. um before you hand in your re- your resignation but to inspire yourself if you're in a slump for example like list down things that makes you happy about your recent job cool. so mm-hmm. what makes you happy what makes you unhappy and if the cons are heavier than the pros then it's time for you to leave <laughs> that's but, the sign <laughs> yeah but but if if the pros is is yeah. is um more than the cons come on like yeah. don't give up halfway i i don't really believe in, in doing <laughs> that like a lot of people just leave just because i don't like yeah. the company anymore blah blah blah, blah. i, think I hope bs right <laughs> yeah I, i hope people don't do that like don't just yeah. leave a job like list it down first um not all companies are perfect So, <laughs> sorry. I I I feel like everyone has to be a bit more smart in making yes. a decision before leaving their their job. Yeah, I I think uh, what Kate's uh, saying is to be uh, uh, smart when when you shifting into a new direction or mm. a new path. If you feel uninspired, then go yeah. go. Uh, don't go uh, as soon as. <laughs> don't just go. Don't just go, right? So just be practical. So, yeah, and then and then you, I suggest talk yes. to your family and friends as well. Like tell them about what's happening in your role. Like yeah. and then look at other people first. Like hey what's happening what's up with their yes. job <laughs> something like that yeah especially um, so you get yeah. more insights especially for those who are really take t- uh, risk taker right <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah yeah if you like to uh, uh to uh, you know to uh to know more 
about uh, freelancing or uh, just uh, just uh, you can also uh, uh, talk to a friend that that's mm-hmm. in the field right now, or you can also get a mentor or something like that, or you can right. go online and search the internet as much as you can. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, Kate re- uh, really uh, shared a lot of insight and tips on that uh, on that particular topic. So, Kate, uh, you, you've mentioned your struggles and how do you uh, how do you overcome it? So, how do you uh, in this uh, in this part uh, in this uh, right now uh, you're having a you're having a, you have a company and you're mm-hmm. uh, you're working remotely. How do you balance mm-hmm. uh, the uh, the work and life? Uh, I think. Uh, it's a it's a never-ending debate debate right so how is it really is there's really a work-life balance or can you share your insights or thoughts about that? <laughs> oh my gosh okay yeah. yes there is um, yes. for me when I when we started group bloom there's obviously a lot of things to be done but I'm really thankful because Brianna was there to just remind me, okay, we have to just take a step back and we have to be good to ourselves. So with that in mind, I I push myself really hard. Like I work hard to get things done. But at the same time, I also know how to play hard. Say if I take a three... Uh, if I take a day off, I take a day off. Like I don't open my email. I don't really think about work. Um, I call it unplugging Mm -hmm. because it's important, especially for us who work remotely um, because we need to just be good to ourselves um, Mm -hmm. by doing things that we wanted to do. Um, one of the things that I did, I started as a practice this year is to just block an hour of my time every day. Yeah. I even put it on my calendar just to learn something new or to just do my thing. I, I yeah. love reading books. So I set aside a time yeah. for me to just <laughs> read books, do my, do my hobbies, you know, um, that's important. So just, Treat treat your hobbies yes. as as part of your, uh, in a way like work <laughs> or responsibility. Cool. So, do you, so still, you won't forget. Yeah. Do you still mm-hmm. use journal or do you you know do you plan out your day or how 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 uh what's the typical day for Kate? Can you uh, can you share <laughs> waking up and then me- do you meditate or something like? Are you exercise then go to work? Can you share a little bit about that for? Uh, for those who uh, I think a lot of uh, freelancer mm-hmm. or even me, uh, if, uh, on my mm-hmm. first year, I struggled a lot on yeah. on on uh, on balancing my time, and, uh, and uh, I think okay. it's a different world when you're, mm. uh, you're working <laughs> at home and you're working at office, right? So right. This, uh, you need to be very, uh, uh, you know, you you need to be very. I, I forgot the the word. You need mm-hmm. to uh to balance your uh, your work, yeah. uh, your family yeah. time. There's a lot of uh there's a lot of disturbances yeah. going on, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Okay. So, in terms of organizing your work, 
I suggest you plot you plot it on your calendar. I use Google Calendar to just plot, okay, these are the things that I need to to get done this day or this week. So set aside like a schedule, like a nine to five in a way, but just blocking it. Okay, like before I start the week, my calendar is already fully booked <laughs> or or 80% of my calendar is wow. already booked. <laughs> yeah, so I know yes. what needs to, mm-hmm. to get done within that week, within that day. Like everything's mapped out. And that would give me a clear idea of my free time. Um, so my family is aware, okay, Kate works from 9 up until 9 up until 6. After that, she will be free. Like she's she will have free time. Um, so having that kind of schedule is important. So telling your family, okay, these this is my work. I, I don't want to be disturbed during these hours. Um, and making that clear to your family mm-hmm. will help you a lot. And then letting them know, okay, I'm out mm-hmm. this time. We could go out or we could do the things that you want to do. Like um, go to go buy groceries, you know, something like that. So just setting yeah. your schedule mm-hmm. as well, both in your work and then during your free time. Cool. That's really, I think blacking out or mm. uh, planning it out your entire week is really a creative, uh, creative way to, 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 to be productive. Right. So mm-hmm. I will, I will try that out. <laughs> so <laughs> for, for, uh, I, I, uh, we've, we've shared a lot uh, about productivity mm-hmm. and your, your tips on freelancing mm-hmm. and, uh, your time management or how do you design mm-hmm. your, time or your day uh for uh for those who are just uh uh, can you uh can you give your best practical advice for those who who are uninspired right now or unstuck uh, on on their situations can you give uh your best practical advice uh, to wrap up this whole episode Mm, right okay um we've all been there <laughs> you know we've all been stuck in in you know a, a specific situation so i'm sure everyone could relate um but like on my end what i did is just talk to my family i was very vocal about my struggles um both on my personal life and on my work as well and that actually helped me because i was able to get tons of really good advice from people that I, I, I love and they wouldn't really give you a, a bad advice because they are thinking about you. And so for me, just share your thoughts, share your struggles with your friends, close friends, friends that you trust, and then your, your family. And then once you get more of their um, how, to say, how to say this advice then yes. that's the time that you also have to meditate um, and then think about what you really want to do if you're not really sure about what you want to do next don't make snap decisions shifting from like going out of situation where you're really stuck is difficult but making immediate decisions to quote unquote make you feel that okay I, I, I 
doing this will help me get out of this situation. That is not smart. Um, so just think about your situation. And then once you've thought it through so many times, then that's the time that you have to make the leap. Don't be scared to make the leap. <laughs> I think that if you thought about your situation for like months <laughs> and then you arrived at the conclusion and then after you arrive at the conclusion, you're still scared to make the leap. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, that was like the most difficult part, just making yes. the leap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you have to. You have to. Yeah, you have to trust yourself that <laughs> yes. there's like other people mm. that's going to back you up. There are people that's going to help you out um, after you have arrived at whatever decision that you had made. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, what Kate's mentioned is uh, the value of uh, uh, your loved ones and uh, being unafraid of... Uh, uh, uncertainty so be excited on, on new uh, trying new things or something like that so for those who who really uh uninspired right now the, i think uh kate's what uh what kate's mentioned is really uh uh insp- inspirational and valuable so thank you so much kate for for your time and presence so <laughs> for, okay, no, you thank you so yeah. much <laughs> you also mentioned you you're you're uh you're reading a lot of books can you share your uh favorite books also as uh for those who <laughs> can you uh share your uh uh books uh, recommendation for for our listeners yeah okay yeah. I, I read a lot of yeah. um novels Novels. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I read a lot of novels. I'm mainly into historical books, um, but I I really don't have specific authors. I'm so sorry. Just because I, I devour books. <laughs> yeah. My my coworkers sure. can attest to that. I just uh, mm-hmm. love reading books. And so I have no specific author, really, that I love. Um, all novels I read just yes. so I could distress and, you know, learn more about other things as well. Okay. So cool. So thank you so much, Kate, for, for your time and for spending uh, uh, almost an hour talking <laughs> with you. No, thank you so yeah, much, Jay. It's, it's a really, pleasure to be here. Yeah, I'm honored to have you on the show. So for those who like to reach you out and what is the mm-hmm. best channels that they can talk to you or if they have a questions can, to reach you? Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, if you want to learn more about Crew Bloom, visit our website. It's www.crewbloom. That's C-R-E-W-B-L-O-M.com. Or you could visit our Facebook page. Um, if you're looking for a home-based job, you could also find our careers um, there on our website or even on our Facebook page. We all will always post it. Um, if you have questions about LinkedIn, you could reach me through LinkedIn. <laughs> you can create your own profile to, to message me there. Yeah. So just search my I'll name. Message you. I'll, yes, I'll message you later through LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Just message me through LinkedIn and I can help you out. Just give you advice on how you could optimize your LinkedIn profile. No problem. Just send me a message. Yes, that's great. So thank you so much, Kate. <laughs> thank you again for sure. Uh, for those who are listening, uh, I will add the uh, links on our show notes. All the, all the topics uh, or the, 
all the mm. important links that we've mentioned here in this episode uh, you will find it below on our show notes uh, if you're listening to iTunes or Apple Podcasts you can scroll down if you're listening to Google Podcasts uh, you can also scroll down and find the links below and you can also check all the episodes on our website the designlifeshow.com and you will uh you will find all the episodes, uh, in- including this episode. So this is really a great episode. So thank you so much again, Kate, for for your time. And I'm really, I'm uh, truly honored to have you on the show and hope to talk to you soon. It's an honor to be here. Thank you so much, Jay. And that's a wrap. So thank you so much for listening on to this week's podcast with Kate. <laughs> I really enjoyed that and I hope you enjoyed that as well so if you like to support this uh, podcast and i really really uh, need your help so you can go to patreon.com slash tdls so that's patreon.com slash tdls and you can also leave a review on apple Podcasts. in that way we can reach more people and thank you so much again for semanale and Gio ben silva for uh for sharing your for being a patreon and now and i really really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart thank you for supporting so again and i hope to share more values for on on next week episode right so talk to you soon and i hope to hear from you all soon uh, just leave a review on apple podcast right so thank you so much guys and have a great weekend